The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. You are listening to the EPL show here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, covering a selection of key games from the Carabao Cup. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. They are at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. And finally, you can follow my Twitter account. I am at LockBettingCom. That's at LockBettingCom. If you go to that account, look at the pin tweet. That is the PL from the previous month for the LockBetting.com service. And it did deliver the 113th month in a row of transparent track profit. So make sure you sign up in time for the World Cup. Speaking of the World Cup, we have just released the first Futures podcast covering groups A and B. And we will soon be releasing the next one covering groups C and D in the next two days. Groups C and D feature Argentina and the current holders, France. So moving on with these Carabao Cup key games that I've decided to cover, we start with the game here between Arsenal and Brighton, where Arsenal are the 7-10 to favourites to win this game. It's 3-1 to on the draw, and it's 19-5 to here on Brighton. I think this will be an interesting game because it'll be interesting to see how much Arsenal rotate and if that allows Brighton to give them a real game here. I think there's a real possibility with Arsenal rotating their backline that both teams could score here. We know the Brighton manager, De Zerbi, likes to play a attacking brand of football and that could lead to a high-scoring game where I think Arsenal will ultimately come out on top. I think they will leave options on the bench to come on and win this game if they need them to come on and win this game. Arsenal have won every one of their competitive home games this season, but often historically... They've struggled to put Brighton away. So this could be a game that sees Arsenal winning with both teams scoring. Brighton have scored eight times across their last three matches. They are now starting to click under De Zerbi after having a spell where they struggled to get a win when he first took over. But they took care of that by absolutely smashing Chelsea at home and embarrassing their former manager, Graham Potter. So we take both teams to score as our main selection here with a lean on Arsenal to get through this tie. Up next, look at the game here between Newcastle and Crystal Palace, where Newcastle are the same price as Arsenal at 7-10. It's 14-5 to on the draw, and it's 19-5 here on Palace. 
I expect both teams to rotate somewhat, but Newcastle have more of an ability to rotate as they've been backed in the transfer market by their new owners. Newcastle's signings were underwhelming to some, but we've seen that they've done the right thing. They haven't upset the other squad, the other squad members who will get some game time here. And it has led to Newcastle making a real charge for the top four. Realistically, they won't challenge for the title. And realistically, they probably won't finish in the top four, but they are definitely going to finish in the top seven, in my opinion. They are going to be the best of the rest. And I think it would take a significant drop-off now for them to even finish outside the top six. So there could be European football for Newcastle next season. But I think they'll be looking at the likes of the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup as a real way that they could win a trophy or perhaps at least securing a day out to Wembley for their supporters by reaching an FA Cup semi-final or by reaching this Carabao Cup final if the draw opens up for them. Either one of the draws could open up for them. We've seen championship sides before get through to the FA Cup final or get through to the FA Cup semi-finals. So there is a real chance that Newcastle could put together a cup run. First of all, they need to get past Crystal Palace and I think they will. Crystal Palace are coming off a really big win at the weekend away to West Ham. So usually we've been looking at Crystal Palace under Patrick Vieira being able to take care of business at home but that was a big win for them at the weekend against West Ham but here I think Newcastle are a cut above I think Newcastle will be eyeing up the cut run I don't think they'll heavily rotate and I think their bench is strong enough for them to be able to bring in quality players and to get past Crystal Palace at home so I'm leaning on Newcastle on the money line here in this one. Up next we look at a game that I'm actually going to tomorrow um don't ask me why it's a long story but i am going to nottingham forest versus tottenham where nottingham forest are the 12 to 5 home underdogs it's 5 to 2 on the draw and tottenham here are the 6 to 5 favorites i actually think this is a really good price on tottenham because like newcastle and to a much higher extent tottenham need a trophy Tottenham need to win something and I think they'll be looking at the competitions like the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup as their best chance of winning something. I think they're already out of the league title race. I think falling to Liverpool last time out means that cup glory seems to be the most realistic way that Tottenham are going to win a trophy and I don't think they will fancy themselves to win the Champions League. So I don't think they can just come out here and try to get themselves eliminated from the competition or play a significantly weakened side like Everton did today where Frank Lampard stupidly made 11 changes and now Everton are out of the Carabao Cup. For me, this is a tournament that Tottenham will think they can realistically win. And they don't really need the draw to open up for them to give them a chance because they proved last season they can play in one-off games against the big boys. Last season, Tottenham were undefeated against both Liverpool and Manchester City in the league, actually beating Manchester City twice and drawing twice to Liverpool. Now, they lost to Liverpool at the weekend, but Tottenham are missing some key players and those key, those key players will be back for the later stages of this competition when Tottenham really want to get serious about it. So, at this stage, I do expect some rotation, but I don't think it will be heavy enough to give Nottingham Forest a chance to win this. Nottingham Forest are still horrible, and for me, they look like a team who are going to be going down despite the fact that they over-invested in players, and I think that has messed up their chemistry. Forest have failed to win 10 of their last 11 matches. Tottenham have won three of their last four away games, and they've 
eked those out by single goal margins, but they're showing an ability to grind out results on the road. And Spurs have already actually won at this ground. They won 2-0 back in August, and that 2-0 was relatively comfortable. Tottenham even missed a penalty in that game, which is a rarity for Harry Kane. I think you're good if you take Tottenham here, if you see Harry Kane on the pitch, because it means Antonio Conte is taking his cup competition seriously. And quite honestly, I don't think he can afford not to. It's been a long, long time since Tottenham last won a trophy. It's been 21 years at this point, And it'll be 23 years by the time we hit next year. And these finals in the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup and the Champions League are being played. I believe that Tottenham should seriously be targeting one of those finals, in particular the domestic cup finals, the FA Cup and the Carabao Cup. So I don't think that it makes sense to try and exit this competition by playing a significantly weakened team. I think Antonio Conte knows what's realistic and I think a top four finish and a cup final would be a pretty decent season for Tottenham and uh, I think that's what they'll try to do and I expect a strong-ish top Tottenham team to take care of Nottingham Forest tomorrow and I like them at a price of 6-5 plus 120 here in this one. Before we move on with the show, let me take this quick time out to tell you guys about Winbet. If you're ready to win money and boost your odds, Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. They bring the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Winbet rewards on Winbet. They also have great promos, odds and payouts and they're all happening right now. Winbet from boosted same-day parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. Winbet has what you need to win and if you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100 and get a $100 free bet. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgallonpodcast.com slash winbet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgallonpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Now, the offer is subject to change. Terms and conditions available at winbet.com. You must be 21 or older and present where state through pleasant in the state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gallon problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Let me also take this time out to tell you guys about the SGPN Merch Store. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN Merch Store. Our SGPN gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the D-Gen in your life. I really like this merch. I I wear it often. Guys sent me stuff um, two, three years ago that I still wear. The hoodies and whatnot, they're made by top sporting companies like Badger, like Under Armour, so I can't recommend it enough. Plus, from now until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use the promo code DALLASSUCKS. That's uh, store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com and the promo code DALLASSUCKS for the SGPN merch store. Continuing on with the show, we move on to the 8 o'clock kickoffs on Wednesday. We start with a game between Liverpool and Derby, where Liverpool are the short 1-5 to favourites. It's 11-2 on the draw, and it's 10-1 here on Derby. I'm happy to oppose Liverpool here, not to not qualify, but to be given a difficult game here by Derby. Liverpool don't have a great record in the Cup. 
in terms of getting the job done in 90 minutes. They failed to win each of the last five League Cup home games within 90 minutes. They expected to heavily rotate this squad and the first team squad aren't exactly doing great this season, especially not defensively. This Derby side have scored in five of the last six competitive away games and I think they're good for getting a goal here. There's absolutely no value in backing Liverpool at such a short price given Jurgen Klopp's previous record for heavily rotating his side, especially when playing lower league opponents. And I think both teams to score could be the way to play this, especially when you're getting huge plus money here, 13 to 10 plus 130. I can't understand why you're getting that. I don't think Liverpool will keep a clean sheet here against Derby when their top line defenders can't keep a clean sheet. I don't think the rotated defenders will be able to keep one here. So I really like Derby to be able to score a goal at Anfield tomorrow. Up next, we look at the game of the week where Manchester City are hosting Chelsea. City are the 4-7 to favourites. It's 7-2 on the draw and it's 5-1 to here on Chelsea. Last year was rare because Manchester City did not win this competition, but they routinely win it. That's because they have a ridiculous squad and it's almost like they play a first team anyway when they rotate even up to 11 players. So they're going to be strong once again. They're a team who have won 23 of the last 25 games in this competition and are simply enjoying much stronger form than Chelsea coming into this. Chelsea have had a massive drop-off. They are now winless in their last four Premier League games. And uh, Graham Potter is already being questioned by the Chelsea supporters. Chelsea have failed to win four of their last six com- competitive games in all competition. And uh, I feel that this will be another defeat for him here against the Manchester City team, who will still be strong if they rotate. But Chelsea are already plagued with injuries. They're going to need to rotate the, the players that they need for the weekend. So they'll be even weaker. And I think Manchester City will win this and win this comfortably. And I actually think the price of four to seven is generous. Yes, this is the key game of the Carabao Cup round three. This is the marquee game. This is the one that's going to be on television, but I don't think it's going to be overly interesting because I think Manchester City will win this comfortably and eliminate Chelsea from the Carabao Cup tomorrow. The final game we'll look at is between Manchester United and Aston Villa, and this is a rare chance for me to cover Manchester United on the regular edition of the EPL show. That's because this week's edition of BetMUFC, the midweek edition, is primarily going to be focusing on the Europa League and that tie where Manchester United have drawn against Barcelona. And that episode will drop tomorrow where I'll react to the draw and look at the futures market in the Europa League. That'll all be on BetMUFC. So we're covering Manchester United here instead. Manchester United play on Thursday. They're drawn against Aston Villa and they are the four to six favourites at home to win this game. It's three to one on the draw and it's 92 here on Villa. Villa took care of Manchester United at the weekend. That was a very, very poor performance. And uh, I've really been pushing the narrative over on BetMUFC that Ronaldo really does affect the way Manchester United play negatively. Now, it'll be interesting to see if he plays in this game. Is he a player you now rest because he's in your first team plans? Or do you play him here and then get him out at the weekend so we can primarily focus on picking up three points against Fulham? It's a difficult one because do you prioritise getting into the top four and prioritise every Premier League game or do you prioritise ending this trophy drought? Because 
like a lot of the teams we've spoken about on this show when we're talking about Newcastle, when we're talking about Tottenham, Manchester United are another team who will fancy their chances of winning this if the draw goes their way. Now, this season at home, they've already beaten Tottenham, they've already beaten Arsenal and they've already beaten Liverpool. So we know at Old Trafford we can be strong. So if the draw opens up for us, we could end up with a date at Wembley and end that trophy drought because it's been a while too long since Manchester United have won a trophy. The last trophy we won was the Europa League under Jose Mourinho. We thought that would represent a new dawn and the return to the top for Manchester United and thought we would genuinely challenge for the league the next season. We did finish second but we didn't challenge for the league. We then also lost the FA Cup final to Chelsea and uh, we haven't won a trophy since that Europa League final. So it's been a while. Manchester United do need to end that trophy drought, but we also desperately need to finish in the top four. We need to be playing in the Champions League. Again, a club like Man United need to be playing in the Champions League. So it's difficult to know what we will do here in this game. Fortunately, I think whatever we do, I do think we'll find a way past Aston Villa. And I do like Man United on the money line here to come away with the win. Man United have been very, very strong at home. In fact, since we lost on the opening day of the season to Brighton, we've only dropped points in one EPL game. That was against Newcastle. That was a game we should have won. And as I mentioned, we've managed to get wins against Liverpool, Arsenal and Tottenham on our own turf. Even if we do rotate some players here, we're also going to see some rotation from Aston Villa, and obviously the players that Manchester United can, who the players that Man United can bring in, are stronger than those that Villa can bring in. Villa did rise to the occasion; they did get that new manager bounce. I shouldn't have bet on Manchester United or Picton because I'm a big proponent of the manager bounce. I just felt like Unai Emery was getting a very, very difficult game to start with against an informed Manchester United. And I knew that Man United's record was very, very good at Villa Park. Man United lost at Villa Park for the first time since 1995. I remember exactly where I was. I was in Africa for that game on a family holiday and uh, I was only 11 years old at the time so that's how long ago it was when Man United last lost at Villa Park but uh, Aston Villa rose to the occasion they got that new manager bounce but I can't see them beating Manchester United twice in a week I think Man United get their revenge here Um, will Ronaldo play will Ronaldo not play obviously if he doesn't play I believe that gives Manchester United a better chance and they can play the type of football that they want to play or that they try to play in the pre-season where they press higher up the pitch they move the ball a lot quicker Ronaldo doesn't slow them down and uh, personally I think may be involved in that is Anthony Martial I think this is a good game to bring Martial in he's been plagued with injuries this season he looked a key part of our plans in the pre-season and um, when he has played he's looked good he scored goals against Manchester City he was good when he came on against Liverpool so hopefully Martial gets some game time in I think if we see Martial in the lineup and uh, Ronaldo doesn't start and Martial actually scores a couple of goals or, or does something relevant in the game perhaps we can see him getting the nod over Ronaldo at the weekend as well against Fulham and him cementing his place with a good performance here against Aston Villa where once again I'm taking Manchester United to get it done on the money line here in this one. Closing out with your lock on the show I do like a lot of selections here from this show obviously a lot of them will be down to team selection 
We can be in love with a pick on this show as much as we want. But ultimately, it will come down to how seriously the manager takes the Carabao Cup come one hour before kickoff tomorrow. I'm going to go with Tottenham, though, as my lock on this show. I think they're a team who get heavily criticised for not winning a trophy. I feel that Antonio Conte knows he's out of the league and he will just be trying to finish in the top four. I think he knows that Tottenham aren't good enough to win the Champions League. But I also think that he'll feel like that if the FA Cup opens up for him, all this Carabao Cup opens up for him, then Tottenham have a chance of giving any team a game on their day. This is a final that Jose Mourinho reached a couple of years back. And I think Antonio Conte will fancy his chances in this competition. Given Forrest's form, this isn't a particularly difficult game. This is also a pick against Nottingham Forest, who have been very, very poor as of late, winning just one of their last 11 and already losing to Tottenham on their own turf in August in the EPL. So once again, your lock here for the show is for Tottenham on the money line, which is available at 65 plus 120. That's it for me in this edition of the EPL show Carabao Cup special. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.